Welcome to Meltdown to Mastery, empowering women to overcome midlife crisis by rewiring the subconscious mind. Feeling overwhelmed, disillusioned, stuck? We all have. Here we explore inspiration and empowerment to navigate through the tough times and move to a place where hearts soar, minds manifest, and bodies heal. Welcome to Meltdown to Mastery, the podcast that takes you on a transformative journey from personal struggle to profound self-discovery. I'm your host, Jane Marquis, a naturopathic doctor and guide on this path of awakening. In today's episode, we dive deep into a powerful section of the book, The Map to Consciousness Explained, by renowned author and physician, Dr. David R. Hawkins. We'll be focusing on overcoming negative programming and understanding the incredible influence of the mind over the body. It's a fundamental concept to grasp. Our bodies obediently respond to the commands of our minds. Whatever beliefs we hold, whether they're conscious or unconscious, the body tends to manifest them. We become subjects to what we hold within our minds. Dr. Hawkins reminds us that the only power anything has over us is the power of belief. By power, he refers to the energy and will to believe. It becomes clear when we examine the map of consciousness which Dr. Hawkins presents to us. The energy field of reason is calibrated at 400 and it showcases the power of beliefs held over the mind. On the other hand, the physical body calibrates at 205. Reflecting the fact that beliefs held within the mind will overpower the body. This revelation holds immense implications for our lives. It implies that our bodies are not simply passive vessels, but active participants in our personal journey. If we want to transform our lives and experiences, we must harness the power of our minds to shape the desire we wish to achieve. One of the tasks of consciousness, as Dr. Hawkins explains, is to fully embrace our personal appearance, whatever it may be, without self-depreciation. This process involves shedding the negative programming that often clouds our self-perception and prevents us from stepping into our full potential. Our proneness to accept negative beliefs depends on how much negativity we're holding in the first place. A positive mind, for example, will refuse to accept negative thoughts and simply reject them as untrue for oneself. There is a refusal to buy into commonly held negative ideas. We know how easy it is to sell self-condemnation to a guilt-ridden person or fear of some disease to a fearful person. The idea, for instance, that colds are catching is a good example. The thought that everybody's got a cold will be subscribed to by a person who has sufficient guilt, fear regarding the laws of consciousness. Because of unconscious guilt, a person unconsciously feels that they deserve a cold. The body obeys the mind's belief that colds are caused by viruses which are catching and contagious. Thus, the body, which is controlled by the mind's belief, manifests the cold. The person who has let go of the underlying negative energies of guilt and fear does not have a fearful mind that believes a cold is going around. I'll probably get it like everyone else. In the many instances of a cold is going around, 
The fact is that many people do not catch the cold in spite of being exposed to the same environment as those who do. The way to change our bodies is to change our thoughts and feelings by letting go of negative ideas, emotions, and belief systems. We have to cancel the negative programming that comes from the world. The more fearful we are, the more quickly we will become programmed, and then the body responds accordingly. Fear of foods, substances, air, energies, and stimuli of all kinds has gotten to the point of environmental paranoia. Each day, a new chemical or substance is announced to have harmful effects. We can see the effects of fearful negative programming in people who become subject to fear of foods, chemicals, and substances in the environment. On the map of consciousness, fear is an energy field that corresponds to withdrawal due to anxiety and a belief that ordinary life is frightening. Some people become so phobic about the environment and everything in it that the world gets smaller and smaller. They become more fearful every day. Some people even succumb to the point where they flee from the world, victims of their own minds. There are only a few things left on the planet that they can safely eat and they carry them around in a brown bag. This person goes to a banquet where everybody is eating food full of what he considers to be nothing but poison. He thinks they are killing themselves with the stain and the pesticides on the peas, fruit, and lettuce. While in his view they are killing themselves, he eats out of his brown bag. He sits in the back corner at a table filled with other brown bag people. He fasts a lot. He does a lot of running and other healthy things. And of course, he is dead now. Why is he dead? This man who ran every day and strived to be so healthy, he died because he became a bubble person with the paranoid view of the world that began to close in on him. He could not breathe the air with trust. He could not even enjoy the carpets because they were probably emitting toxic off gases and allergens that caused him to choke. Other things such as fumes, paints, insulation, or smoke. What happens in this type of situation is the progressive denial of the truth about ourselves, along with progressively giving away the power of our being to the illusion of causality from the world, which, which is actually powerless to affect us. This is the reversal of truth. And by believing in a falsehood about ourselves, we become increasingly vulnerable and a victim. We end up having the total paranoia of a bubble person with an environmental allergy who can live only within a protective bubble of purified air and eat raw food from a brown bag. This can happen to a reasonable person, even to a physician. It starts with pollens, ragweed, horse standard, dog, cat hair, dust, feathers, wool, chocolate cheese, and nuts, all believed to cause allergies. Later, sugar was prohibited, plus food additives, eggs and dairy products, and organ meats. Next on the harmful list came food dyes, caffeine, coloring, aluminum, synthetic fabrics, noise, fluorescent lights, insect sprays, deodorants, food cooked at high temperature, minerals in the water, chlorine in the water, nicotine, cigarette smoke, car exhaust fumes, positive ions, low-level electric vibrations, acidic foods, pesticides, and foods with seeds. The world shrank so small that there was nothing safe to eat or wear. 
There was no air to breathe. The body had all the allergies, reactions, and diseases to prove it. Going out to dinner became an enjoyment of the past, since there was nothing on the menu that could be eaten except lettuce, thoroughly washed, of course. Then with the learning of one core truth, the whole pattern unraveled. What is held in the mind tends to manifest, including unconscious beliefs. The culprit was not the world, but the mind. All the negative programming and fearful conditioning was in the mind and the body obeyed the mind. This law of consciousness reversed the spiraling paranoia. As each internal belief was looked at and let go, all the negative body reactions, diseases, and symptoms disappeared. In other words, it was not poison ivy leaves that caused an allergic reaction, but the mind's belief that poison ivy was an allergen. As the mind let go of the programming, the body's reaction cleared. Those are a few paragraphs directly taken from the map of, map of consciousness explained. And I absolutely love it. It gives us the power, if we realize it, to control everything that happens to us in this planet and our reaction to it. Pretty powerful stuff. And I just think we should ponder on that this week and let go of some of the negative patterns that become part of our lives. And, but once we realize they're there, just like that last paragraph says, we can let it all go and be free of it. It's a great place to leave it. Thank you for tuning in to Meltdown to Mastery. Remember, your journey from Meltdown to Mastery begins with a single step, a step towards embracing your unique self and rewriting the script of your life. If you've enjoyed the information in this episode, Share it with someone you care about and know will benefit. There is one thing for certain. Meltdowns are inevitable. Let's move into mastery together. In the show notes, you'll find my link tree, which has links to many of the most popular platforms. You'll also find links to connect to the featured guest, webpage, and social media. Thanks again for being committed to mastery. Change in this world really starts within each of us.